Welcome to A Couple of Kemers Podcast, where your favorite millennial couple shares a couple of thoughts about a couple of thoughts. Today and every day, we navigate relationships and learn to love the journey. We are your hosts, the Kemers. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you my handsome, super intelligent husband, Chris. And I introduce to you my beautiful and talented wife, Francesca. Today's topic is secretive versus private. But before we get into that, we're going to start off with attitude Attitude of gratitude. And today, I am grateful for mm, rest. I feel like I've said this before, but Chris works really hard. And because Thanksgiving just passed, He had multiple days in a row off work, and so he's able to rest, and we're able to have fun and hang out and do all the things that lovers do, (laughs) and I'm just grateful for that. And I'll say I'm grateful for rest as well, but also I am grateful for quality time that we've been able to have, especially during the Thanksgiving holiday break. Um, it's really nice when you can spend time with family, you can spend time with your spouse and not have to worry about getting up, punching a clock or working or whatever. You can just rest and relax for those few days off and really enjoy yourself, you know, and take the much-needed breaks. So that's what I'm grateful for. Rest and quality time. Yes, yes. And like Auntie Tab says, let's get into it. Topic of secretive versus private. I just think this is an interesting topic because, um, I mean, I know for me, I know many private people and I know a few secretive people. And there is a difference. Even though at first glance, the two words seem pretty similar and I think in some cases they do cross but mostly they are they're different um I guess I'll start where um for me the difference between the two is secretive to me has a little bit more of a negative connotation not always but has a little bit more negative connotation in the fact that I think secretive, being secretive can be dangerous. So just withholding a lot of information um, that could be helpful or having a lot of secrets that can um, oppress someone. So to me, secretive just has more of a, a negative vibe. Where private is just, you know, there's a select group that you choose to share with and you just don't make it super public, especially in the day and age of social media. It's just so easy for things to be spread and, uh, you know, convoluted. Yeah. And so being private is an art. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, in a balance, but I think private is a little bit 
more of a positive thing in my eyes. <clears throat> yeah, because when you think about, you know, a person who's secretive, this is, to me, the image of someone who seems a little, can be, can come off sometimes like anxious or timid, especially when you talk with them about certain things and then they kind of give an, a reaction that indicates like, okay, you're really uncomfortable or you're really trying to not say something that you may want to say or feel natural to say. And so, yeah, I definitely agree that um, being secretive has a negative type of connotation associated with it, where it's private. Like, I think about someone like how my mom was. She was the type of person, you know, you could talk with her, and if you f were real close to her, she would share things with you. And some of them you may not have, have, have known, but it was one of those things of, well, you know, you hadn't asked before, so she didn't say. So, yeah. So I definitely say that. I definitely can see that. Yeah, like I feel like secretive is more like no one can know besides maybe the few people who experienced it. Whereas private is like, okay, you're on a need-to-know basis. Like, right. like that. Where, I, I mean, a lot of times you hear with secrets, like family secrets and all that stuff, where, you know, you're like bound to secrecy. And it's it's just something that can loom over you. And, and you can be confined to it and feel like you can't be your authentic self or maybe even reach out for help if you need it because of secrets. Whereas private is just more, you know, it's not news. It's nothing we're going to put on the front front page of the newspaper. But, you know, if it, you were to be asked, the answer would be given. So, or I feel like with secrets, it's like, lie. Like, if you get confronted, it's a secret. So, you lie. Or you just don't discuss at any cost with anyone. Yeah. Um, so that's that's just more of, of why I say secretive. Being secretive is, is more dangerous than be, being private. I think private is a skill, too. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's just you understand the, the repercussions of being public with certain things in your life therefore you choose to to keep them private exactly and you know that makes me think about another thing too with having um, friendships or even romantic relationships with people who are secretive as, as well as people who are private you yeah. know that's to me that's that's crucial um to because when i think about having a, a friendship with someone who's secretive like like you said, that can be dangerous. And I think from a standpoint of, let's say, if there's a medical situation that requires them to go to the hospital and have surgery or whatever, and you want to be there for that friend and support them, but you then have to probably find out by force of, you know, a family member or whatever, that this person been dealing with this medical situation for a long time. It's like... Well, dang, if you would have told me, I would have possibly given you a heads up or given you some type of um, recommendation to treat that particular situation or whatever. But it's like, it's so secretive that it's like, 
you harming yourself, right? Which she then can harm you and others. Which then can create harm in the relationship or mm-hmm. friendship. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of spoiler alert: the last episode we saw of Insecure, where Molly's with her mom in the hospital, and she learned that she's had strokes before, and now she's in a very serious situation. I believe she's in a coma and all that, and this is. This is how it's unfolding, and she's just now learning about it, and it's happened a long time ago where she she feels she should have been in the know, and secrets were kept. Yeah. So, you know, um, granted, I would say another example of maybe being private about that is, you know, maybe you don't go to work and tell all your coworkers, but your adult children, your close friends that are like family, Right. You'd be forthcoming with that. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean you will let every single person in the world know or right. your work people and all of that know. But yeah, you let your immediate family know and close friends know because it is important and also you feel safe and comfortable and have that established um, relationship with them where, you know, it's okay. But you can still be private. Right. And I think also being secretive in any relationship, whether it be friendship or romantic, it creates barriers where you're just unsure (laughs) of who the person is. No matter how much you build trust through the years, you never really feel like you know them or know their story. Um or know their pains, you know? Um, And I'm not trying to say, oh, gosh, you can't keep anything to yourself. Absolutely not. That's more, to me, on the private scale, where not everything is uh, a big to-do or public information. But um, especially when you talk romantic relationship and you talk marriage and intertwining lives in, in such a such a deep way um secrets are super harmful i think yeah you need to have that that openness with your partner exactly because there's a difference when okay something comes up and you're nervous about you know how to bring it up to your partner i mean that's normal that's natural human reaction because maybe it's something that you maybe had not encountered before and you're just not sure how to go about it but you kind of talk it out within yourself and like okay this is what I want to say and you know kind of work from there because you're not sure with the type of news you know it could be medical I'm going back to medical it could be medical and you're just not sure how the person's going to respond but that's not the same as you're going out your way for I don't know however long to intentionally not, you know, talk about that particular thing because I don't know. You you just like no, that's that's not for them to know or something. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's different. And I think that happens a lot in like homes um, with, you know, when people are kids um, being told that everything's a secret. It can be super super harmful for them and make them internalize so many things that 
everything is a shameful secret, you know, like, oh, we don't have water on in the house and, and stuff like that. And so they can't ask for help or take help or express to anyone of their need. They have to just live in this shame and live in maybe a situation that's not the best for a child to be in because they're told everything is a secret. Right. And that I think secrets just bring shame too. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just like, don't say anything. You know, it's just, Oh gosh, what am I trying to say here? It's, it just, when you know something's a secret, there's, there's a reason behind it, like some fear or some shame. Whereas like things that are private, it's just like, okay, you know, that is, we don't let everyone know that because of whatever, you know, people might try to take advantage of you or things like that. Um, and I just think with kids, it's just a fine line, especially when you're talking kids, um, just working with students and like at-risk students and things like that. You just see it a lot and hear it a lot where there's just so many secrets and shame um, with it and fear, just things like, you know, parents being abusive or on drugs or things happening in the home. And they just, they're told by other people, their parents specifically, it's usually the person that's harming that person telling, Oh, this is a secret. Don't tell anyone. And it's just like, "Mm, what are you hiding from here? You know, so I've seen a lot of, I have a lot of friends that are parents and people that work with children on my social media. And and it's this big movement of just like different type of parenting skills that we weren't raised unnecessarily and secrets come up a lot. It's like just really being open with your kids and because kids are kids and they can't process what should be told and what shouldn't that just letting kids know, like you don't have secrets with anybody. Because secrets can be harmful. Yeah. You know, because when you think about secrets and you bring up the parent um, dynamics and things like that, I think about um, parents who abuse their kids, and then they'll turn around and tell them, like, well, don't tell anybody. Because they know that if the child goes to the school and tells the principal or teacher, they're going to get reported. They right. know that, and it's like that—that's just harmful on so many levels within itself. But then you add the secret component to it; it's just overwhelmingly even worse, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't know. It's to me, it's a situation of—I don't know. I think I—I I, I would say from my experience, I tend to notice it more from a cultural standpoint. I can't speak for everybody. I can only speak for me. Yeah, some cultures in themselves are (laughs) secretive. Yeah, and I know for, I would say, some of my friends, people I knew, you know, growing up in, you know, black communities, some of them is like, everything's a secret. And I I think part of it comes from um, forms of trauma, which is already bad, and then you're not addressing the trauma. So then you add on the component of just everything's a secret, and I just don't think that's healthy. You know, mm-hmm. it's just not healthy. But to be private just means that, you know, first of all, it's healthy in the sense of you know what you're experiencing, you know the situation, and it's okay. It doesn't mean that everybody, like you said, has to know it, 
But those who are close to you and should know, like when I think about someone like um, who's sick and, you know, they're at the point in their life where they're getting ready to pass along. Okay, it's their private person, but it's important for them to uh, talk with their loved ones who they're close to to like, hey, you know, if you want to come and check on me, you want to come stop by, make sure I'm okay, things like that. That's fine, but they're still a private person, but that's fine because that's not a secret. Mm-hmm. That's necessary mm-hmm. because, God forbid, when they do go, who's going to be there to discover them? Mm-hmm. And handle their after, right? their post-death affairs. Um, I think for myself, like, I would say that um, our home was like a private home. I wouldn't say secretive because I don't remember ever having to keep things a secret. Like, we don't tell anybody that. We don't tell anybody that. Um, or there would be like a whole list of things that are secrets. Um, but I do think that my parents were more like reserved in the way of like, when it came to finance, it was just like, we don't, that was the only thing. It's like, we don't really talk about finance and all the things we have. Um, mm, I think it was just more, I, I always just was explained that it was just more of like being humble. It wasn't like, cause nobody can know because we got all this money in here we shouldn't have or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was more like, mm, people might perceive you differently based on things that don't matter. Because these right. things really, at the end of the day, don't matter. So, like, just for general conversation, I think some of that is American culture in general. Like, talking about how much you make, and money is just a very, like, private topic um, in most circles. Obviously, in close circles there might be some openness with it. And I still struggle with that. Maybe just the way I was raised. I do not like to talk about money openly with random people. Mm-hmm. Like with my husband, 100%. We talk, I mean, that was some of the first conversations we had when things got serious. What's your money looking like? What's my money looking like? How do you save? What do you do? You know, things like that. I think, mm-hmm. honestly, we weren't even like trying to, we weren't consciously, at least I wasn't consciously being like, oh, I'm trying to fact find about you. Just things that came up because I just think it's important and and interesting at the same time. Yeah. Hence why we started the podcast. I just like to talk and pick people's brain and I just find it really interesting. But um, I think it's important to be open with people. Like you can't, I think it's unhealthy too to just be secretive with everyone and just hold everything inside. It's not healthy. No. So, so yeah, it's- private fine secretive no. harmful and i think it's funny when you mention about what goes went on in your household with you know parents like i would say i grew up in a private household as well although funny enough <laughs> i think about um the times where like if my mom went out to the casino she would say if anybody calls don't tell them where i went so then it became a secret type of thing even though I knew, I understood understood later on why she said what she said, but it still kind of gives that impression and teaches, you know, about keeping a secret. 
Like, I understand, like, if you don't want nobody to know that's in your business, if you go to casino or not, spend money, whatever, I get that, and that's fine, but, like, it still teaches in a way of creating a secret, like, because I was a little kid, you know, but to me, that's that's still not the healthiest, like, you don't mm-hmm. got to let people know your business, I mean. Mm-hmm. And it is harmless secrets. Like, I think with the whole point that I was driving in that I've seen people share on social media is just getting kids in the habit of not keeping secrets so that they're never comfortable with keeping secrets because some secrets like, oh, you know, some some can be to protect you seemingly, you know, if mm-hmm. you want to call it a secret in that way, but some of them can really harm you. And I think just for kids, it's hard to decipher between mm-hmm. like a good secret, quote unquote, or a bad a secret. secret. Right. And so just not keeping secrets is, is the best route. Some people say this is all opinions here, right? But um, I can see where they're coming from. I ain't got kids. I don't know. We'll see what we decide to do when we have kids. But overall, mm-hmm. I don't want to have a home full of secrets or even to be overly private. Because I think it's levels to it, too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you can have some things that are private. Like, we don't talk about our money. We don't talk about, you know, our... Even, like, you know, being overweight. It's like, we don't talk about our weight. It's so much shame with women and weight, especially overweight women. But I think all women, it's like, oh, like, you're private about that. It's like a secret. Like, you don't tell anyone. It's just like, because then that that relays their shame. They're shaming your weight, whatever it is. You always want to be something different. So don't talk about it because it's shameful. I think that's what you're seeing now, too, on TikTok and just social media, especially TikTok, though, I see where, you know, women just, they might have a gut so to speak, a fupa or whatever you want to call it. They may have had babies and have, you know, that post-baby belly look. And and it's just like, oh, things to hide and be secret about. And you don't talk about this. And it's just like, it just brings a lot of shame for women. So TikTok and other social media has opened it up where it's just like, this ain't no secret. This is what my belly look like after I have a baby. This is what my belly look like because I'm obese. This is what my belly look like because I'm not skinny. Or this is what my belly look like because I am skinny or whatever. It's like, there's no shame. It should be no secret. Um, I wouldn't call that private. I'd call that a secretive. Like, you're secretive yeah. about your weight. And yeah. I fall into that, too. I'm not 100% comfortable, and I'm not saying that you have to be. You must be open. But I think if you want to be, you shouldn't be shamed into it. You shouldn't be like, oh, you don't tell anybody your weight. And it's just, once again, I think that's American culture, too, around that. But, yeah. So... Now, you also mentioned about, um, like, discussing finances. Like, I, I do think um, for when you were talking about romantic relationships, like, I do think talking about things like finances and um, how you approach handling money or saving or I'm trying to think of something else. Uh, like, just those important life things. I think it's important, and then, you know, as you're saying that, I'm also thinking about, then this may not be related to it or not, but I just think about how you, how you hear about some couples don't, excuse me, do things in front of each other. And it's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, now. That's more private. That's more private? It's not okay. secret. What do you think? I don't know. I, I just thought about in this moment, like, what do you think? I mean, I think it depends on what's going on. Like, obviously, let's just be general farting or something <laughs> like i mean if you really believe your significant other never farts i'm questioning a few things here 
Right. Like, do you think they're not human? Like, I don't really know. But maybe not farting in front of each other. That's not my style. If I got to go, I got to go. Obviously, there's respect to it. I'm not going to put my bum in your face and just let it rip <laughs> if I can step out to the next room because nobody wants to just sniff a stinky right. smell. Like, I'll do so. But just to be like, oh, my gosh, I have to hide and do this. Like, nah, bruh. I go to the bathroom, too. I got gas, too. Like, we're both human. I think for right. women, it's more of the shame thing because it's not ladylike or whatever. But, I, I mean, I've heard it on both sides where, you know, both parties don't. D- don't yeah. do natural body functions as far as I'm concerned. Natural body functions in front of the other. But I think that's more just private, private. Yeah. and comfortability. Okay. Like, yeah. but my question is, why are you so uncomfortable right. with that over time? Like, obviously, in the beginning, there are some things that are, like, yeah. a little, make you a little shy. But I would say even after a year, like, that's too long. I... I don't know, but th- this is kind of a personal <laughs> meter of when it's okay, but you lucky if you get six months out of me, okay? <laughs> it depends on how much time we spend together. Yeah. It just really depends on that, because you know, you got people who live on the same street, in the same city, long distance, uh, cross country, so, you know, it depends there, but overall, if I done spent more than... 30 days with you cumulatively when we count up the hours, I'm letting her rip, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't know. I wouldn't call that secretive or private. I would just... Okay. I would just say that's a more comfortability Maybe. thing. Maybe. Okay. But then over time, if you're not comfortable, I'm kind of curious of what's going on here to make you feel so ashamed to do something natural in front of someone mm-hmm. you're supposed to love you, whether they even be a friend or a lover, like, mm-hmm. right. <clears throat> and then, yeah, like you said, that comfortability, but also, like I said, makes me just think about again, private versus secretive in terms of, you know, what else is there going on? Because I don't know when I th- again when I think about someone who's private, I just think about someone who's not only comfortable with themselves, what's going on, but also. Just having those, um, I guess, healthy boundaries as well. I know we keep finding a way to talk about boundaries in these episodes. Because boundaries are life. Yes. <laughs> we always seem to come up talking about boundaries in some way. Um, but it's true. And I do think, yeah, when you teach kids, going back to that point, of always keeping a secret about everything, even things that we may deem or feel like, why is that a secret? It's like, that doesn't teach... That's just not healthy overall. That, to me, creates further mental health issues down the line that they don't need or deserve. Anxiety in kids. There's so many anxious kids. It makes my heart so sad. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so many anxious kids because everything's a secret and they can't say nothing and they're just overly emotional or overly, like, internalizing everything. And so they're very inside themselves and not very sociable or, you know, things like that. So, I don't know. I just, overall, private to me is better than secretive. And, I don't know. I just think that there's, like, limits to it. Everything can't be a secret. 
you can't be private about every single thing. Like you need to have healthy, a healthy balance. And to have a secret doesn't mean that you're secretive. I think if you have like an abundance of secrets, that makes you secretive. Right, and the way you move and the way you go about doing things and handling things, yeah, that can make you secretive as well because, like, you know, part of what I've read is, like, is someone who comes off in a conspicuous way. Like, oh, yeah, we didn't do the definitions. Oh, well, let's <laughs> run over that real Let's quick. get into that. Almost towards the end of the podcast, but let's get into it. So, private, it says belonging to, concerning, or accessible only to an individual person or specific group. That's private. Secret is, is having an inclination of secrecy or to secrecy. Using the word to describe the word. But um, we'll see what they say about secrecy. Let me look that up real quick. The action of keeping something secret or the state of being kept secret. Really? Why do they keep using the word secret in there? That's so weird. Well, when I had looked it up on my phone, um, they act, it said one of the definitions was... Wait, so I looked up secret just to get down to the word they keep reusing? Not known or seen or meant to be known or seen by others. Confidential, restricted. See, those are the words to me. Mm-hmm. That I don't like. That don't settle well with me. Confidential, restricted. Oh, restricted. Because that's more of what I get, like from the word secretive. It's like you're so restricted. And you know me. I'm a free spirit and I don't want no restrictions. Okay? <laughs> so, miss me with that secretive bull crap. Yeah. It annoys me. Ooh, I do not like secretive. Grinds my gears. Yeah, because when you say restricted, that's saying like you're, you're purposefully going out your way to keep something contained. You're, yeah. you're going out of your way to make sure it stays concealed, it's not out in the open, which then cre- also has the connotation of what, what are you hiding? Because mm-hmm. when you're private, it's not about you're hiding something, it's about I'm just not going to share with any and everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm going to share with some people, but I'm just not going to share with any and everybody. That's a totally it's like different limited. vibe. Because that's just what I felt like growing up in my household. Like I just felt limited in certain ways with like things. And the thing that's just like overarching is like who can come into our house? It's like, nah, nah, they can't come into our house. And sometimes it's about them and sometimes it's about us. So it's like they're not a trustworthy person. So I don't want them in my home. And it was more of a protective measure of like whatever was deemed to be necessary to protect right so that's just more of what i remember growing up is being in a private home where it was like not open and i used to first of all i don't i want to be open (laughs) but i i'm working on it but i used to like 
especially going to like, you know, youth groups and things like that with the church and like people have it in their home. And it'd be like, oh, everybody's coming to so-and-so's house. That was never our house, okay? Only friend one, two, three, only those friends is allowed in the house. And then out of friend one, two, three, only friend one and two is allowed in your bedroom. Like, it was just real, like, private. It wasn't secret because it wasn't nothing going on there. It's like, I could tell you, I got this in my room, that in my room. Ain't no problems with that. It's no secrets. You just not allowed. <laughs> it's private, you know. Um, so you know, we got that in our house, that in our house. As long as you're not being, you know, braggadocious. But it wasn't like, oh, don't tell anyone that you have your own room and you have your own. You know, it wasn't no secrets. But it was just like, no, they're they're not allowed in our house. And it'd be like, dang, so and so, they let everybody in their house. They have parties and get-togethers and movie nights and that just mom was my parents were like okay you can have movie night with friend one and two that's fine (laughs) you know so that's just I mean I don't I don't feel like I missed out of a childhood because of that but it is some things that I just wouldn't want to necessarily continue but I have a slight feeling I will to some degree how about you yeah, because I know for me, growing up, my mom was like, okay, well, who is this person that's coming over? Like, you know, why they want to come over? Or, you know, it will always be a questioning thing, but it would be because, like you said, you just want to make sure, like, you're just not letting any and everybody up in your house. You don't care who they are, how old they are. It don't matter. Um, and it got to the point where my mom would say, okay, you know, Friend one can come over, like you said, or friend one and friend two can come over, but, you know, they're not spending the night. Or um, they can, you know, play the video games with you, but after that, they got to go home. Because, you know, I'm not going to be the one to always have to feed them and all, things like that would come up with my mom. So... And I guess, you know, I just accepted for what it was. But then there were times where I couldn't have friends over at all because my mom was like, you know, the house don't look right. And I respected that. So it was like over time I had to learn, like, that's just what it was. But it was never a secret. It was just you don't feel comfortable. Like, that's no one else's business. We know the house don't look right. Like, what's what's there to hide? Nothing. So, yeah, I, I definitely am in favor of being private but not secretive. Because mm-hmm. the other element with secrecy is um, that you are assuming that if someone knew what you had or what's going on, that something else is going to happen. Like, it's just going to ruin you in some way. And it's like, how? Mm-hmm. And saying secrecy, just, of course, us both being Greek. Oh, yes. <laughs> secret organizations. Secret organizations. <laughs> I done talk so much smack about secrecy. But what about when it comes to Greek letter organizations? Honest moment, moment of truth. Granted, I've been in Greek life longer than you. Just yep. saying. 
But moment of truth. Now that we talk so much smack, you can't say it's a private organization. I mean, you could, mm-hmm. but that's not the words. I know the word that are <clears throat> often used. It's usually secret mm-hmm. organization. Which, mm-hmm. after talking about everything, now I'm kind of wondering, like, based on the context and stuff, would you? Would we say completely a secret in terms of? Because I'm thinking, like, okay, intentionally keeping things concealed. I mean, mm-hmm. I, would say that's, it, I would say it's probably more situational in that way. Mm-hmm. From the standpoint of if someone were to ask us and we're like, well. Members only. Members only or <laughs> kind of like giving general vague responses type of thing. Like. I can't even think of an example. Can you? Like, if someone asks, like, oh, what do those letters mean? No, oh, it's my it's my fraternity. Oh, what's the name of it? No. I don't know. I got to think more about that one. Now that we're saying it, I mean, it's a private organization. It's a secret organization. I think there are secrets. I know, in general, I've known of a lot of different Greek organizations that do do stuff that are wrong. Mm-hmm. Especially like the chapters, which for those of you who don't know, there's obviously the national level and then there's the separate groups, which right. are called chapters, that are made up of specific people, not the same people in each chapter. So, of course, by natural, how it's normally built, how people are it's going to have a little bit of difference per chapter because it's just different people. So, but they all represent the same organization, right? So, but I'm just saying here about that is that um, certain chapters do do things that are not good, <laughs> that are kept secret because they're not good. Um, so I think in Greek, in Greek life, which was not even about to turn into a Greek life podcast, it's just not... There are definitely harmful secrets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I would say most of what Greek organizations hold secret are more private. Yeah. Like when they, in the general sense of secret organization, it's private organization, but there are definitely secrets. Yeah. And I like, I love how you phrase that because to me, when I think about, okay, in the context of private versus secret, someone says, what uh, fraternity are you a member of? And I tell them, it's like if they didn't ask, or they then they decide to ask, I put I consider that in the context of private, because you can see me wear my letters all day and not ask me, but then one day you ask me and I tell you, oh, I'm a member of this fraternity. Then, well, I think it would go the other way around. Like if you weren't wearing the letters, oh, it's I not see. like you go around being yeah. like, oh, I'm a sigma. True. But obviously, you're kind of saying, oh, I'm a Sigma when you wear it. Mm-hmm. But if okay. you weren't yeah. and someone asked you and you were like, yeah, or this is my organization, then I mean, it was just private. It wasn't a secret. Just if you were right. asked, you're going to say. So Right. Or if they ask me because I am wearing my letters or if I'm not wearing my letters, but like you said, they just happened to ask. They were curious or whatever because maybe they know I went to college and all this stuff. Then, depending on what type of question, I think then it changes the context of if it's secret or private. I'm, like, if they asked, 
um, you know, what all do you do when you go through your process? And I was like, okay, that that becomes a secret. Because or is it private? Mm. This is not about to turn to a I know. It's just, it's just so interesting. It could be the next one. Okay. Because we're already like 40 minutes in. But just something to think about. Yeah. And so what do you guys think about secretive be- versus uh, being secretive versus being private? What What are your experiences with that? Let us know. Yeah. Thanks for inviting us on your journey today. Make sure you rate and review if you like what you hear. Also, like, subscribe, and share with a friend. See ya. I love you.